Meshachachma, in the Aftira for Parsha Shabbat HaGadol, in the Pasuk, L'yirei Hashem u'l'choyshvei Shemoy. Chazal tell us, what does it mean, choyshvei Shemoy? Ha'filuchishav laft is mitzvah v'nenas. Even if a person thought he was choyshev, he wanted to do a mitzvah. Benenas, and there was something behind his control that he wasn't able to do that mitzvah. Malalav akasav kila asoi, the Torah considers it as if he did the mitzvah. B'chayish ve'shemai, for those who wanted, they were chishiv to do a mitzvah, and due to circumstances beyond their control, they were prevented from doing the mitzvah. So this char kilu as if they did it. Says the Meshachachma, the reason for this is because if I have to give something to someone else, so who cares if I was an Oynes and I wasn't able to give it to them? And I wanted to give to them. But did they get it? Did the other party get what I was supposed to give them? No. So how could an Oynes, something beyond my control, make it as if I gave something to someone else? The answer, says the Meshachachma, is mitzvahs, we're not giving anything to the Rabbani Shalom. Our Averis don't detract from him, our mitzvahs don't add on to his shleimus. And therefore, the fact that Hashem didn't get our mitzvah, doesn't make a difference. So the mitzvahs are for ourselves. So there's a concept, that if there's an Oynes, I wanted to do it, and I wasn't able to do, so it's as if I did it. However, says the Meshachachman, there are certain instances where we do not employ the rule of this oynes, I wanted to as if I did it. And the two instances that he cites, the first one is Tkia Shoifer. Chazal tell us a year that Shoifer was not blown in the beginning, Chazal was not a good year. And the Gemara tells us, what are we referring to? Not that you didn't blow it because it was Shabbos. The reason you didn't blow it is because there was an Inus. For whatever reason, they weren't able to blow Shaifer, they didn't have a Shaifer, whatever the reason was. So it's going to be a bad year. Even though, why don't you say Inus? They wanted to. It was beyond their circumstances. Beyond their control. Says the Meshachachma. Because by Shaifer it says, Ani Hashem Aleikeichem. And we learn from Ani Hashem Aleikeichem, the meaning of Malchus Shemayim. And therefore, when it comes to being Mamlech to Rabbeinu Shalaylam, you may have wanted to from today to tomorrow. But if you didn't actually do it, the coronation didn't happen. The Malchus didn't happen. Since when it comes to Malchus Hashem, it has to be done actually. It has to be done. We don't say, even if you wanted to do it, you weren't able to do it it's as if you did it the second instance says the Meshachachma is Sukkah Chazal tell us if it rains the first night of Sukkot in Eretz Yisrael it's Doime someone's coming and Evan is coming to pour a cup for his master and Veshafach Lekitan Apanav he poured it back in his face that means we want to do the mitzvah of Sukkah but Hashem is not letting us throwing it back in our face what's going on there's an oinus it's raining it's not my fault I want to do the mitzvah why don't we say it's ki'ilu asai it's as if I did it because I want to do it says the Meshachachma because by sukkah it says ani Hashem Aleikeichem the same ani Hashem Aleikeichem that it says by Shoifer and when it comes to ani Hashem Aleikeichem we don't say oinus is as if you did it 
as opposed to Lulav, says the Mashachachma, where it doesn't say, Ani Hashem Aleikeichem, therefore that's like every other mitzvah. And if a person wants to do it and is not able to, the Meshachachma says, for example, like in the year Tafresh Ayin Zayin, it seems they didn't have all four meaning. They were Ninus. So you don't have to worry about it. It's Kilo Asa, it's as if you did it. But when it comes to Sukkah, it's not like that. Which would seem that there's some type of Indian of Malchus, of Malchus Shemayim here by Sukkah, Ani Hashem Lekeichem, that doesn't allow the concept of an Ainus to give us Khar Kilo Asai. I'd like to try and explain a little bit this idea of Malchus, of Sukkah. Chazal tell us, Melech Oizer Umoshia Umogen. Melech Oizer is Rosh Hashanah. Moshiach is Yemakipurim. Umogen, Mogen is Sukkis. What's a Mogen? A Mogen is a shield. Shields of protection. It would seem that what we were kinda and Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, the Milus of Malchus, the Melachizer and the Mashiach of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, needs a mugin of a sukkis. In order for it to have a kiyam, to become part and parcel of a person, it needs the shield and protection of a sukkis. Perhaps we could explain as follows. And Rosh Hashanah were Mamlech the Rabbeinu Shalom. Where are we Mamlech the Rabbeinu Shalom? In the Beis HaKnesses, in the Shul, the Paltrin Shalmelech, the Palace of the King. There's a Shaifer, Steymas Hadin, the Melech is Yoishim Badin. There's a feeling of awe. It's a coronation ceremony being Mamlech the Rabbeinu Shalom. But it's very hard to take that Malchus and turn it into a Malchus outside of the Shul. In the Shul, with the fear that's going on there and everything that's going on in the Yemadin, so a person has a hero of being Mamluch there by Nishalayla. But what happens when he leaves the Shul? What happens when he goes out into the big wide world? After the Yemadin, how is a person supposed to feel that Malchus? Because if you coronate the king, but then you go back home, and you continue working on the revolution, or you ignore the king, that's not really coronating the king. You went through the motions, you were there at the ceremony, but did you really coronate the king? You coronate the king when you act like a servant of the king in your home. Every place, everywhere you walk, throughout the entire country, you walk as if you're walking in the presence of the king. And you show you're an avid of the king. That's truly being Mamlech, the king. And thus being Mamlech, the Rabbi Nishalaylam Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim is only step number one. The Rabbi Nishalaylam says, you need to be Mamlech me in your personal lives, in your everyday lives. How do we do that? How do we keep the awe of Rosh Hashanah the whole year? He can't. So the Rabbi Nishalaylam says, I have an answer for you. I'm going to give you the Yantip of Sukkis. And on Sukkis, I'm going to come to your Sukkah. And you're going to be Mamluch me in your Sukkah. Not in the Shul, in your home. In your Dira. That's where you're going to have the king there. And that will teach you how to be 
Mamlich, the Rabbanu Shalom, in your day-to-day lives. Because when you're in the presence of the king, you act differently. And when you have to eat with the king in your sukkah, and drink and sleep with the king in your sukkah, and you make a bracha baruch as if you're talking directly to the Rabbanu Shalom, you act differently. And if you truly feel the Malchus Shemai in your home, then the Rabbanu Shalom says, that's truly being mamlich me. There's a story with Rameir Simcha, the Meshachachma, not sorry, not with Rameir Simcha, Rameir Simcha related the following story. This happened with an anical of the Naid of Yehuda, the Yad HaMelech, his name was, Harav Lando, who was a Rav in the city of Brod, the Austrian Empire. And he used to make his way to Vienna, to the National Library, to go through the manuscripts of Svarim that were there. And one day as he was going through different manuscripts, a distinguished fellow comes over to him and starts schmoozing with him, asks who you are, I'm the Robin Broad. So he says, it's such a pleasure speaking with you. If I'm ever in Broad, I'll make your acquaintance and I'll come visit you. Afterwards, the Yadamelech went to the librarian and said, who was that? He said, you didn't know who that was? That was the emperor, Franz Joseph, the emperor of the Austrian Empire who liked to go out around incognito without any entourage mingle with the masses and talk to people and a few weeks later true to his word there was a knock on the door and broad the Adamelech opened the door and there was Franz Joseph again and he said I told you I'd be here i make my way around the different towns and I'm here to talk to you to say hello to you the Adamelech was overcome with emotion he made a bracha like one makes on a king and after a few minutes with a smile Franz Joseph says let me ask you a question is this the custom of the Jews that when a, a guest comes they don't invite him in they leave him standing by the door I've been here a couple of minutes already and you haven't invited me in so the Adam Alech answered and he said I'll tell you the custom of the Jews our custom is that wherever the king goes, he's the host, and we are his guests. And therefore, this may be my home, but you're the host, and I'm the guest, and I'm waiting for you to invite me in to sit down. The Rabbanu comes to our sukkah. Even if he came as a guest, we would have to act differently. But it's more than just a guest. The Rabbanu is our host. What do I mean by that? And this cuts through to the essence of being Mamluk the Rabbi What does it mean to be Mamluk the Rabbi Nishalayim? Rabbi Shemazalman writes, Malchus Shamayim is the Indian of Emunah and the Rabbi Nishalayim. Where Mamluk the Rabbi Nishalayim is our king. That means we declare that we believe in the Rabbi Nishalayim. We're Maimon in the Rabbi Nishalayim. The Shalom HaKadosh writes that the entire Chaydash Elul is for the Aseris to make tshuva. And the entire Aseris to make tshuva is for the Yom Kippur. And the entire Yom Kippur is for Ni'ilah. And what do we do by Ni'ilah? At the end of Ni'ilah, at the end of all 40 days, we scream Hashem Hu Hu Alekim. We scream the Rabbi Nishalim is the only power. We declare we're Mekabal Omach L'Shamayim Be'emunah Shlema.
Hashem Elohim seven times. That's the site of the Rosh Hashanah at Kippur being Mamluk the as our Melech, which by definition means that we declare our Emunah and Bitachin in the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Hashem Hu Hu And then we come to a Sukkot. And the Rabbi Nishalaylam comes to our Sukkah. And we host the Rabbi Nishalaylam. And through an entire Sukkot of feeling the Rabbi Nishalaylam with us and demonstrating our Emunah of the Rabbi Nishalaylam not just in the Beis HaKnesses, not just in Shul, and Yom Kippur, the Ila with the Aron Kaidish open, with the aim on the Yira, that comes along with it. Adarabah. Where Mamluk the Rabbeinu Shalom in our homes, Besimcha, and Sukkis. And thus we could come, and a Simcha Staira, and declare, which is the next step in Amuna. Hashem Alekim is step number one. But Einoid Movadai, there's nothing else but the Rabbi Nishalaylam, is a further step. And that's accomplished through being, bringing the Rabbi Nishalaylam into our personal lives, to our physical lives. Through the Sukkis, through the Sukkah. We can then declare Ein Oid Movadai. The Grah says, based on Apostolic and Tehillim, that there are two mitzvahs one can do with their entire body. Yishavar Yisrael in the mitzvah of Sukkah. The Meshachachma Pasha Zamar says a little differently. He says there's a mitzvah of Ali Al-Ragel to go be seen by the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Lira Sa'adain, Yeroah, should be seen by the Rabbi Nishalaylam. That's done with the person's entire body too. But there's only one mitzvah that is not only done with the entire physical body of the person, it's done with the physical trappings of the person too. When one comes to the Azara, he doesn't eat, he doesn't drink, he doesn't sleep, he doesn't act like a person. He comes with his entire guf and he's makdashit. But he doesn't do the things that are necessary for his physical existence. In a sukkah, says the Meshach not only do you come with your entire body enveloped in the aura of the sukkah, but a person eats in the sukkah, and drinks in the sukkah, and sleeps in the sukkah, and does all these normally physical and mundane acts that are necessary because he's a physical person, they're done in the sukkah, the Kedusha of Tahara. The only mitzvah that every aspect of a person's physical existence is completely encompassed in this mitzvah. That's what the sukkah is. When a person, with all his physical trappings, is able to come into a sukkah, be mamluk the rabbin shalom, realize the rabbin shalom is standing right here with him. Eat with the rabbin shalom, drink with the rabbin shalom, sleep with the rabbin shalom. That's the rabbin shalom teaching us how to truly be mamlechem in our daily lives. And thus, the package of Roshanim Kippur and Sukkot fortifies us for the rest of the year to go out into the world and act like an evid of the Melech. Even if the Melech is not standing right next to us in the Sukkah, but Shevisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit. That's what Sukkah teaches us how to do. We can't always act in the street like we do in the Ila and the Beis But we can act in the street like we do in our Sukkah.
and that teaches us how to act and translate the Malchus Shamayim of the Rabbi Nishalaylam and the Yom Nairoim into our daily lives through the Yom of Sukkot. But what do I mean that the Rabbi Nishalaylam is not just in our Sukkot, he's our host? This is the Yetzah. For one, to truly realize that the Rabbi Nishalaylam is with him every step of the way. To Beit Halevi in Parshas Bereshis, based on a Medrash, talks about a concept of Yira. We know the Yira Sa'inish, fear of punishment. The Yira Sa'inimus, the highest level of Yira from the greatness of the Rabbi Nishalaylam. However, there's a Yira Mitaych Tuvay. There's a Yira one gets when he realizes the Taiv Hashem does for him. For example, says the Beis Halevi, person's chas drowning. Someone sticks out their hand and says, grab on. And he grabs onto that hand. And at that moment, he's filled with such akaris atayif, such an appreciation, because he realized he was just saved by this person who stuck out his hand. But it simultaneously is filled with a fear that if chas he lets go, He's going to drown. So at the same time he's full of Akaris HaTayiv, there's a Yira, Mitaych LeHaTayiv, that if the person lets go, he'll drown. And it takes one movement to let go. Because my entire existence is dependent on holding the hand of the person who's saving him. Klai Yisrael learned this by Kriyas Yamsuf, says the Beis HaLevi. Every step of the way was watery. As they put their foot down, it was still water and muddy. The minute they put their foot down, they turned into dry land. And with that, they experienced the realization that every step of their lives, even on dry land, is not a given. Just because it's dry a moment before, it's going to remain dry. And just because it's here, it's going to remain here. Their existence is dependent totally on the Rabbi Nishalalam. Every second of the day, all the billions of taivas he does, and that fills a person with a yira that if Chas Vishalom their Rebbeinu stops for a moment everything is lost it's a yira mitaych tuvay my Rashiva Zetzal Rebbe used to say that's the lesson of the sukkah go out of your dira's keva your permanent dira and you go into your dira's arai go out into this little shack what am I supposed to learn from my shack this rainy drippy thing it's cold shaking every time the wind blows person is supposed to think to himself and say is it a given I'm supposed to have a house? Does the Shalom owe me a house? doesn't owe me anything. I owe him billions of things. The you gave me a house. It's possible he could just give me a sukkah to live in. He doesn't have to give me anything. But when a person goes out of his comfort zone he realizes, you know it's very warm in my house. Let me appreciate my house. There's no givens. We think there's givens in life. person thinks, I made this much last year. I measure this year compared to last year. More or less as if there's any given, a minimal amount that I'm supposed to be making. And after that, it's the Rabbi Nisham giving me more or giving me less. There's no such thing. Every moment of our life, we're telling the Rabbi Nishalom, constantly showering us with the Shafa of Taif. And that's the lesson of the Sukkah. This is the Dira I could have. I don't need any Dira. The Rabbi Nishalom is my host. 
He's responsible for everything. He gives me everything. The Gemara says, what does a good guest say? The Balabayas, he works so hard and it's all for me. He made all these dishes and they're all for me. The Rabbi Nishlam is our host. He's the one who's giving us. When we bring him into our home and be mamluch the Rabbi Nishlam in our home, we have to think for a moment, we're not bringing him to our home. He's letting us into his home. Every the sukkah reminds us that the Rabbi Nishalom is with Mashpianos, the Chaltu of Shabbat And that itself should fill us with a Yira and a Hakara of the Rabbi Nishalom. When a person thinks, Chas Vishalom, how many things could go wrong in a day and how many things go right. They wake up in the morning. The Alta Prince Babadka says, a person wakes up in the morning, millions of things have to go right. So what does he think? He says, Birchas HaShachar, he's giving HaKar HaSadah, he's paying back a debt to the Rabbi Nishalaylam for the things that he got, Pekeachirim, Atar Asurim, and so on and so forth. Says, the Alta Prince Babadka, it's a mistake. When a person says Pekeachirim the proper way, he's giving himself and activating a Shefa that the Rabbi Nishalaylam will then actually be Pekeachirim. When a person says Matir Asurim, he's activating Utehi Avoidaskam Hanoaskam. Your Avoidah is going to be your benefit. Not your paying back for something Hashem already gave you. By being Makir that the Rabbi Nishalom is the Pekachim and the Matir Asurim and so on and so forth. That's what gives the Rabbi Nishalom the activation that he wants to be Mashpia on you. So when a person is makir, that everything he has from the Rabbi Nishalayim, that in itself activates a shefa, that the Rabbi Nishalayim wants to invest in this person. And that's what the sukkah is supposed to teach us. That when you go out of the comfort zone, you realize, you know what? Even my comfort zone, what I think is a given, everyone has a house, bigger or smaller. No. That itself is a chesed from the Rabbi Nishlalam. I could have a sukkah. That's what the sukkah reminds us. That for every moment of the day we're like a guest. Dependent on our host. The Rabbi Nishlalam. And when a person realizes that. They're filled with an amuna. That every step of the way. Every start, part of the day. I need the Rabbi Nishlalam. Then they could come. And build on the Hashem Kim of the Ni'ilah. After a sukkis and say, Einoin Movadoi, Anashmini Atzeres, Anasimchas Taira, there's nothing but the Rabbi Nishalayla. And in turn, since I'm so dependent on him, I'm going to try my best to repay, repay him with his Taira and Mitzvahs to the best of my ability. I can never repay the Rabbi Nishalayla for the millions of chasadim he does for me. But to the best of my ability. And the, when the Rabbi Nishalayla sees that, he re- sees that a person is a good investment. He's mashbiyan to Allah Taif. And the Svarim say, Sukkis is the din on Mayim we know. Mayim is Parnasa. This entire understanding that we're telling the Rabbi Nisham, Hashem, Taylor made for us, that on Sukkis we should have this Akara, that we're so dependent on the Rabbi Nisham, so that when we're, we are misfollowed for the Mayim and the Parnas of the year, it's a different tefillah, it's a heartfelt tefillah, because we have come to that Akara, we're dependent on it. And if the tefillah is a different tefillah, then the Gzardin is a different Gzardin. And the Parnas of the world is weighing on everyone's mind. The Rabbi Nisham wants us to turn to him. He wants us to learn the lesson of the Sukkah. And thus, tomorrow, Anishana Rabbah, when we're Mizpala Mayim, it's a different tefillah, because we've come to the Hakara. Say me Diras Keva, and go to your Diras Arai, and realize 
The Rabbeinu Shalom has come to your sukkah as the Melech. And the Melech is the host. And when you're an Eved of the king, he's going to give you everything. You just have to make yourself the Eved. That's the lesson of the sukkah. And perhaps that's why the Nitziv writes, based on different sukkim, that there was a concept on sukkis of bringing karbonus taida. Clyde so used to come to the base Amigdash and bring karbonus taida. Why sukkis? Because this is the time that every person came to the Hakara. Of all the millions of taivas Hashem does for them every moment of the day. And they felt this medivus halev to bring a carbon taida. Perhaps when we say mizmer l'saida on sukkah, should be a different mizmer l'saida a little bit more kavana, with a little bit more ni'imus, and think for a moment of the millions of taivas that Kaddish Baruch does every moment of the day. And sometimes things go wrong. This world is not a perfect place. The Rabbi Nishom wants a person to grow, and things are supposed to go wrong. Rabbi Nutam says that if something doesn't go wrong today, it's going to go wrong tomorrow. Be prepared. Says Rabbi Gamliel Rabbanovich, person takes the Dalaminim, shakes them around, the four sides of four directions. The remez is, sometimes the Rebbein Shem shakes a person up. All four directions of the world is thrown here, is thrown there. But what does a Yid scream? What does a Yid who understands the lesson of Sukkah declare? What does a Yid who understands Hashem Ulekim and Elmavadeh declare as he's being shuckled around the world? He says, Haidul Hashem ki taiv ki loylam chastai. Rebbein Shem, I know it's all you. You're throwing the Klai Yisrael around, you're throwing the person around, but it's Ki Taif. It's not a stira that it leads into Ana Hashem Because even though the Rabbi Shalom does everything, he wants our Tefillah too. But again at the end, Haidu Hashem Ki Taif Ki It starts and ends with Haidu Hashem Ki Taif Ki No matter whether it's the at times of Atzlocha or the times of challenge, we're being thrown all directions, up and down in all four directions. Kala Yisrael, who understands Sukkah, say Haidu Hashem Ki Taif Ki Leilam Chastai. Ano Hashem Aishiyana Haidu Hashem Ki Taif Ki Leilam Chastai. These are the lessons that we learn from being mamlech the Rabbeinu Shalom in our sukkah. And thus, Ani Hashem Aleikeichem is said by sukkah, just like it said by the shayfer, because they go hand in hand. The magain, the shield of the shayfer of Rosh Hashanah, Ani Hashem Aleikeichem, is the sukkah. Ani Hashem Aleikeichem. That ensures that when you're mamlech the Rabbeinu Shalom in the Beis HaKnesses, at the coronation ceremony, that the malchus continues when you go back home and you go back into your daily lives. In the sukkah, being mamlech the Rabbi Nisham as he comes and visits you in the sukkah, that in itself teaches a person to act differently. Kol Shekane, when he has the understanding that when the Rabbi Nisham comes to his sukkah, he's the host. With the hakara that the melech is the one who's giving us all our shefa. When a person understands that, the lesson of sukkah, they could say, they could go out into the year fortified with the amuna to face the challenges and scream Haidu Hashem Ki Taif Ki with the challenges of the year. And thus, we've said many times, the Indian of making a bracha has to do with Amuna. We make brachas a hundred times a day. A day. We think about the Rabbi Nishalom when we make that bracha. That's Amuna and the Rabbi Nishalom. Then our eating is a different eating and our drinking is a different eating. And if you say Krishma Lamita, your sleeping is a different sleeping. 
It's a sleeping with the Malachir. It's a sleeping of Malchus. It's a sleeping of a person who learned the lesson of the Sukkah, where in the Sukkah with the Malachir, he ate and he drank and he slept, and he did all these mundane things. But he did it as an evidence of the Malach. We take these lessons to heart. The Rebbeinu Shalom should be Mashviyano, Tashef, Baruch, and Parnoso, especially on the Simei Adin of Mayim, of Parnoso. The Rebbeinu Shalom should be Kasveinu, B'Sefer, Parnoso, V'Chalkolo,